0: Hola, yo soy Margarita y estás escuchando Limehouse Podcast. This is Paddy Ashton and you're listening to The Limehouse Podcast. What a good name that is. Hi, I'm Tom Brake and this is The Limehouse Podcast. Hello, this is Nick Clegg and you're listening to The Limehouse Podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Because I'm not it's persuaded by the case for war. This is what positive politics is. Can do. Hello, a little Donald Trump special for you here. Uh, obviously, we're at the Limehouse, are very concerned about what's happening across the the big pond, and I've I've got Elaine Bagshaw. Um, she's coming along in just a minute to sit with me, and we're going to have a little chat and try and uh, go through just what, what's what's been happening over the past few days. I hope you're well. Um, we're it's, good, it's great to see you. Uh, in this impromptu uh, Limehouse edition. So drop us an email if if you feel like contributing in the future. The email address is thelimehousepodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter, and that's at LimehousePod, and we're on Facebook, and that's just the Limehouse Podcast there. So good to see you again. Glad you made it through the stormy weather to the Limehouse. And look after yourself, and I will see you on the other side. Enjoy. Right. Okay. Should go for it. Yep. Right. Okay. Well, welcome back. It's the Limehouse Podcast. I'm here with the wonderful Elaine Bagshaw.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me on again.
0: Well, you know, you're, you're part of the furniture now, so it's fantastic. <laughs> um, I did mention in previous podcasts that um, we found you in a room in the Limehouse, and um, <laughs> and it's it's great to have found you again. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just keep appearing. Yeah, that's no, fantastic.
0: <laughs> so we've 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 gathered um to talk about um Donald, the, the Donald Trump yeah. and the disaster that has unfolded since last Friday. Um so obviously those of you listening will be fully aware of the um I don't know, what would you say the implementations he's made? Yes. Yeah.
1: Executive orders aren't they? So the ban on Muslims Uh, the pausing of the Syrian refugee programme, everything at the inauguration. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's kind of there's almost too much really like yeah yeah that,
0: that, you know that's how exactly how it feels and the worst part for me is that i don't feel qualified enough i am not part of the bbc so i can't phone up some high level uh you know ambassador from like some bush administration and go and they can go all right you know but my my what i'm going to rely on is my instincts mm. you know and i think that's what a lot of people are doing now right yeah
1: well, I think it's it's good that your gut says that this is wrong.
0: Hey, who <laughs> said it was it wrong? Who said it was <laughs> wrong? You know, yeah, this is a balanced conversation. Yeah, Go absolutely.
1: Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. Th- so I don't think you need to ha- have a degree or anything like that to know that banning people based on religion has been done before and didn't end well. Um, there's not just that. There was also. I mean, there's kind of been a build-up to this. So he he did his news conference at the CIA building uh, just after his inauguration where he was joking about reinvading Iraq and making jokes about, oh, well, maybe um, we'd be better off in energy policy if we'd kept the oil the last time we went in. And then he kind of turns to the side and is like, oh, well, maybe we'll just go back and get it. And it's things like that where... He's, you know, he's only half joking. And if he has the opportunity and he thinks it will make him even more popular, he'll take it. Yeah. Um. And that's the really, really scary thing is that like you're, we're dealing with someone who, despite the fact the American system, uh, is based on checks and balances and balance of power and everything else, just seems to be walking all over all yeah. of that.
0: I, I think that's the, the the constitution. There is is going to be. What you'd hope would be the case is it, that's as safe checks and balances like you said. Um, but the more and more this, this crazy catastrophe unfolds, it's, it's almost like it's a tornado mm. and no one knows how to deal with it. You know, really? I mean, they've got the power in the Senate, in Congress. So really what, what we're looking at here is the hope that the Republicans and the Democrats are going to unite. And un- and try and unchain this what, unchain chain this man. Mm.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it's for me. I think it's less that they don't know because if you you know if we look back to like the nineties and Bill Clinton, there was there was a concerted effort to impeach him, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they yeah. put you know huge amounts of money into into it. I think this is more a they don't want to, and some of that in the Republicans, I think, is they were surprised he won the nomination. It's a bit like Labour and Jeremy Corbyn. Everyone is sat there going, "Oh well, if we if we get rid of him, we might annoy all Mm -hmm. of our members."
0: Sorry, no, you can, you can. I think it's okay, but yeah, it just doesn't sometimes. Sorry, no, no, you were talking about Jeremy Corbyn, so yeah.
1: yeah. So it's a bit like, um, with Jeremy Corbyn, the Labour Party are like, well, if we try and get rid of him, we lose our membership. And yeah. I wonder if with the Republicans, there's a bit of that, there's a bit of that self interest,
0: yeah. Um,
1: and it is, uh, I mean, uh, Nixon came close to impeachment, and I think there was one other president. And that's it like this is not a you know it's extreme circumstances where this happens yeah Um. i think you could easily argue that these are probably the most extreme circumstances we've ever been in and um, but we also see it through a bubble yeah. of um of the uk and what's happened with europe and everything else um and i don't know if that's being reflected in the us on the ground like there's a lot of stuff obviously in the creative industries and the huge women's marches but there is also a massive right-wing media who think that he's come to save everyone.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I guess I mean there there was a, there was a woman on the uh, Today program. Um, that's uh, for any of you who don't know what the hell I'm talking about. That's Radio Four program, mm-hmm. um, and she was she was saying like basically this is what Americans wanted, and this is what they're getting. And why the hell are you so surprised? He's a man of his word, you know. It, uh, what's his name um what's his name Barack Obama <laughs> said you know Guantanamo Bay that's gonna go that's gonna mm. go did it hell you know so I mean hey you know obviously this is extreme and I don't want to be saying it but at least he's li- he's leading he's, he's living up to his word
1: yeah and the, I mean that definitely definitely plays into it um I think there's a kind of misremembrance of, uh, yes, Obama said he would close Guantanamo Bay, but it was the Republicans in Congress and the Senate that always stopped him. Yeah, And the Democrats didn't use, they used executive orders sparingly because they're seen as undemocratic.
0: democratic I love being devil's advocate, this is great. <laughs> yeah.
1: And now what you've got is a Republican president who has a majority in both houses and is still going, well, sod it, I'm the president um, and I won the election... So I'm gonna do whatever I like, and actually I don't need to go to either house. And um, he's convinced that he won the popular vote, even when he didn't. Like, there's now going to be a really expensive investigation into voter ID fraud uh, because yeah. he wants to prove that he won the popular vote as well. Um, and to me, I think that's purely so he can then do whatever he likes.
0: Yeah. No, I think I think you're right. I I, I just the the problem. Well, it's not the problem. The tactic here, I suppose. From if you're on a, a Trump um, administration, the more chaos that they can create, the the more fires people have to put out. Mm-hmm. So the the lack the the control that the normal process would use mm. is gone. Yeah. You Does know? sound
1: very house of cards. It's I don't think it is today. Yeah, if you watch like for anyone who hasn't watched the last series, if you watch it, it's it feels very much like what's happening it's, now. Yeah, the end <laughs> the
0: end bit to camera I'm not gonna say what, what Kevin Spacey says, but um yeah, it's it's exactly that. And it's uh it's it's terrifying. And mm. I mean today I, I have been, I suppose, like many people, like, you know, sort of on the back burner, just think, oh, God, bloody hell, Donald Trump, isn't he this and that and the other? And i try tried to keep it out of my head. In fact, he came into one of my dreams for the first time the other day.
1: Oh, that's scary. Yeah,
0: and it wasn't pretty. And um, ba- basically, it today just forced me. to to, I've got this is it you know I Mm. can't hold back anymore I can't take the mickey out of them anymore I've got to just say something so
1: and there's a lot of people that feel the same way so I'm seeing a lot of stuff on Facebook where people are saying you know if you are one of those people who is constantly saying if I was around in the 30s and 40s I never would have let what happened happen then actually now is your time to prove that because it does feel like a very similar situation yeah Um, I feel like this one is happening Quicker.
0: It's really freaking scary to think where we're going, and it was. It started in his uh, uh, campaign, mm. which is only like a year, a year and a half ago. They yep. really started picking up, and and now a week on top of that. So that's that's less than two years. Yeah, you know. And I
1: think when he won the election, people comforted themselves with, well, he probably said a lot of that stuff just to get elected and he'll calm down and actually it will be all right. He'll be a bit of a lame duck president who's more interested in his business rather than anything else. And then actually, you know, the day after he was inaugurated, the second he got presidential headed paper and one of the special pens they give you, like that was it, you know? Um, Signed back into law, the Global Gag uh, Act, uh, which means that uh, people like Planned Parenthood um, because they mention abortion as an option, now don't get any funding to operate internationally. It ignores the fact that actually a lot of the work they do uh, abroad is around things like HIV testing
0: yeah. and
1: getting, teaching women how to, um, you know, check themselves for breast cancer and things like that. It, um so that's that was back in within a day. And there's the picture of him now where he's surrounded by I think it's seven other men
0: yeah, signing yeah. in,
1: into law or something that affects women. Um I mean, that
0: seems like a that seems like about a year ago now because of the atrocities of what he's already committing over there.
1: Yeah. And yeah. like the the problem is is that whilst there is pressure at home and in some parts of the international community like the UN have come out today and said what you're doing is against human rights, America, you need to stop. Um, you know, Theresa May goes over there and holds his hand. Um yeah. and has a picture that looks a little bit like an engagement picture. Well, with
0: him, yeah, really. I, it might be a good point um, then to sort of say, talk about um the foundation to perhaps what could be over the next two years, uh what you could say catastrophe, but a looming looming disaster in terms of our absolute need for a deal with america mm. if we do tip into world trade organization um uh, tariffs and all that kind of stuff uh, if we get a hard brexit and we will have to go hand in hand with donald trump mm-hmm. so yeah.
1: yeah and i think um a lot of us that worked on uh, the referendum and were looking at what was going on in america like this was a doomsday scenario where you end up completely isolated from Europe, NATO's under threat from Trump, and yet we are supposedly dependent on this bully, misogynist, racist, everything else. Yeah. Um, And it's scary that even with human history and everything that we know, there are still people that are sat there going, well, you know, we've got to let him come on a state visit because we need him for trade. And it's like... Well, actually, that's not all right. Look, it's 2017 and still the richest bully gets to do whatever he likes. Oh, yeah. And we haven't come past that at all.
0: Yeah. Um, we. we, we th- I think in fairness, almost with uh, the American system, we have no way of dealing with him. We mm-hmm. have no strategy um, and we need a strategy real quick and i think the best strategy would be to form an alliance around the un and to say just come out with these the statement that all heads of states in europe can say right and bearing in mind if this was not the united states of america and if it was another country we would be um we'd be sanctioning them yeah so we need something like that and uh, i mean it, he's a businessman right donald mm-hmm. trump so if this deal looks like a bad deal he's going to he's <laughs> yeah. going to drop it yes. you know
1: Um, yeah if he thinks his own businesses are going to suffer I mean one of the things that's happening in the US now is people are boycotting Trump hotels so when that starts hitting him he might rethink what he's doing and uh, people were trolling there. So the Trump Hotel Twitter account over the weekend put something out saying, you know, tell us your favourite travel stories or something like that and people just started trolling them. Oh, really? (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was brilliant. That's my Um, kind of thing. Um, There were some really poignant ones with people who were like, well, my father's favourite travel story was when he came to America after fleeing persecution from the Nazis and he was let in as a refugee and it was just constant uh, things like that really as a kind of, you know you can't you can't try and make money from the brand anymore when yeah. there's this massive disconnect really.
0: yeah and i mean if we're, if we're talking about trade uh, with the united states post brexit um, obviously there are a lot of companies in america right now ford uh starbucks those are the two that just spring to mind mm. that are they're, they're coming out and they're saying, this is crazy. I mean, Ford, yeah. for God's sake. Yeah, you know?
1: and you've had Google as well um, over the weekend when the rules came out about visas and the fact that if you had a green card um, but were originally from uh, Iran, sev- uh, Syria or one of the other uh, countries that they've they've banned, um, then you wouldn't be allowed back into the country. Google recalled all of its staff and said, you need to come back immediately before... Um, before all of these restrictions hit, yeah. So it's yeah, it's causing real upheaval yeah, well, from I mean, that point of view. But this is
0: the thing. It's like it, this is no. It's so ill. I mean, it's the, now the comparisons to Brexit are are looming even more. I mean, yeah, people knew that Donald Trump about his 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 presidential um, announcement uh, to run for it. They had enough time to figure it out, mm. right? I mean, but it still went ahead fine. They could see he was an absolute uh, misogynistic, uh, insane bimbo, but still voted him in fine. Uh, Brexit, you know, it was kind of the same in a way. of more people leading it other than mm. one guy. But now the ramifications are really starting to hit home. Yeah. You know what? I mean, I'm trying to sort of think, what good, what good is there? doing a deal with a man like Donald Trump if he carries on doing this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, there there isn't one. Um I mean I we've got two years in terms of neg- negotiating a Brexit deal. I imagine he will ruin the American economy in that time. So there's not going to be much to do a deal with. Um with things like the wall in Mex uh, on the Mexican border. He's ignored the fact that um Uh, whilst there are a lot of things that might be made in Mexico now that used to be made in the US, a lot of the parts are made in the US. So actually um, there's quite a kind of economic ecosystem that underpins all of that relationship, um, which he's just going to cut off. Uh, So that will affect them. everything that he's doing around that, you know people like Google won't be able to get skilled technical workers in um, yeah. and I'm sure Microsoft and any other computer companies will be um, yeah. in the same position and, then also and not the, to talk about Google all the time the, but me, the, yeah the message
0: the general message sending out to the world yeah it's like saying people from these named seven countries that we don't want coming into our country you know we don't want your entrepreneurial skills mm-hmm. your skill set we don't want your humanity yeah. you know and your knowledge and your capacity to better our country so we're really we're facing we're we're facing a new kind of orwellian disaster on on and, and it's our opportunity now chance to, to, to rise up against this mm. and and if that arsehole thinks he's going to come to this country on a state visit and we're going to pay for it yeah. Oh, my God. He's got another thing coming. I
1: know. Because at the moment, uh, obviously, it'll come out of taxpayers' money to pay for this visit. I think he gets to address both houses of parliament. That's, like, standard when you're on a state yeah. visit. Um, he gets to meet the Queen. And it's a real, you know, it basically legitimises his pos- position and everything that he says. Um, and you can say what you want. Well, he won an election. He's the head of state. Yeah, that's fine, but that doesn't mean that he, you know, the Queen has to introduce him and lead a state dinner for him and thereby justifying absolutely everything that he says. Because I think the other bit that people are missing is that this is clearly not a logical man. Yeah. So he's not, you know, he can come over and the Queen can be like, what you say is quite bad and it would be nice if you stopped. Um, He's not going to be bothered. He's just going to be like, oh, I get to see what I want now. Like, you know, I get a free dinner.
0: And I mean, you know... That he gets to go to the, Parliament.
1: He'll probably do yeah. a speech talking about how awful, like, all British people are. How we're better off post-Brexit, all oh, that you know, kind you, of thing. Oh, you know,
0: that 52%, you're just great. Oh, yeah, you're not great.
1: Yeah. But, I mean... He'll probably ask where Nigel Farage is. Oh, crap.
0: <laughs> oh, <my laughs> God. I mean, the thing that really scared scared me, or maybe was a more poignant moment I had, and, God, I think I'm making myself sound a little more intelligent than I am here, but Bloody Sunday, uh, the massacre... Enabled the IRA to recruit mm. so many people um, to their cause. What what Trump is doing now, he is just golden ticket to mm-hmm. extremism. And those people, those people that are, are, were on the fence or potentially being swayed into extremism, there you go. You know, this is the, this is the those people's chance to go. You know, America hates you.
1: Yeah, and uh, ISIS are already using it. Um, you know it's not just him that hates you the American people elected him it's the entire system that hates you uh, and everything is based on religion that's coming out of Trump and that administration it is about Muslims and yeah. um, you know who do you pray to uh, do you wear a hijab or anything else um, yeah. and it's yeah
0: but it's I think so is, dangerous it is de- It's it's really dangerous and I think it's our, na- our chance I think if if, if you were going to Set out a few ideas how how you would make some take some steps to try uh, in your community. Mm. I mean, you, we need to really start sh- spreading the love to all all um, all people offended by Donald Trump's actions, and I think that's love Trump's hate because at the moment we're facing a situation we don't know how to deal with it. We, we, this mm. this is, is too hot to handle. And it is like a tornado, and it's total out of control. And I think the only thing we can do right now is hold on to hold on to our seats and and just spread the love as best we can.
1: I think from like a, a local community basis, yeah, there's that. So, um, uh, so my constituency is majority is like thirty percent Muslim, and um, so obviously there's a lot there's doing things in that community to say absolutely people are welcome and. We're not, we're not going to let the same thing happen here. Um, I think personally there's something UK government and also European governments in terms of uh, kind of um, not taking the moral high ground, but setting the moral standard. So so people like Angela Merkel uh, and Justin Trudeau are saying that what Trump has said is appalling. Um, my reaction in Europe would be to say, fine, you're going to shut your refugee programme. Well, actually, we're going to extend ours because we're better than you and actually that's what the world needs right now is someone else to turn around and say actually you know what you are welcome here and we're going to make sure that you're looked after but
0: that but now but we can't can we because we're now completely ham ham, hamstrung by brexit but the mandate from certain people to 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 just lead our country into the darkness into the wilderness and abandon our refugee program donald trump has abandoned theirs Mm. today or was it friday yeah um that's another thing we were going to talk about was the the, the refugee thing. It's like, mm. it, 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 I mean, I, I felt like the uh, the speech that Churchill made about the Iron Curtain descending, uh, you know, across Europe, in, in regards to um, the the USSR. I just feel like that is essentially it's kind of like iron walls sh- coming down all around the world, you know, mm. into people's minds and homes, um, and the def- the divisive tools that he he's using. I don't think he understands what he's got in his hand. I think now we're really seeing that this man, the power that he has, he doesn't understand what it's going to do to the world.
1: Yeah. I do not I'm not sure if it's that he doesn't understand or that he just doesn't actually care. Cuz this is someone who quite clearly wants to shape the world in his image. Um and like in terms of his values and what drives him. I mean, you know, we already know he's an absolute hypocrite because he goes on and on about immigration and yet is married to Melania, who is not, who yeah. is not American-born, and like you know, that's fine in itself. But to get up and be saying one thing, but your, you know, how you live your life is completely different. Yeah, is a little bit odd. Um, but he, you know, that's that would be a logical argument to you and I, but he doesn't see it that way. He sees it as I'll do what I like. I want everyone else to live in this way. Yeah, and I'm gonna make it happen that you have to, and I will restrict um uh, movement and people God. of a certain religion that I don't like because I'm the president of the US and I can yeah um, and part of the problem is you know the argument against him was it's the most powerful office in the world and we should make sure someone responsible is in there is he's heard for a year and a half it's the most powerful office in the world and now he's in there going I'm in the most powerful office in the world yeah so I'm going to do whatever i like. Yeah. and um, it's
0: terrifying.
1: Yeah. And the other thing for me is i'm not sure if he wants to do two terms. And i wonder if that's also part of why he's moving things so quickly. Um because i doubt he would risk being a one-term president for anything out of choice. I listened to something, what was it? I think it was um someone on radio 4 again, I'm um, talking about, you know, the only way he's going to leave is um, either if you like pry his nails out of the desk, oh yeah, yeah, he goes by choice, or you know something awful happens to him, yeah. Um, and which of those do you think it's it's going to be?
0: I mean, I was listening to Mark Maron the the podcaster uh, today, and and this was I think he he I can't remember when he recorded it, but it was only a, f- a few days ago, and he was he he you know very emotional, heavy hearted, and I just thought, oh my god, you know. We are taking for granted. We are we're, we're not living in that country. I cannot mm. even imagine what that must be like. I know we've had Brexit, but wow, we haven't had yeah. anything like that.
1: It's nothing like, um, you know... Planned Parenthood funding being cut. Uh, there's he's effectively splitting up families. Um, what else? Oh, all the stuff where he's like he's removed all mentions of climate change from the White House website. Yeah. Um, all scientists now have to have things cleared by the White House before they publish them. Um, the Environmental Protection Agency is being uh, um, censored effectively. Yeah. Um. Although I do, I guess one of the things that gives me hope is um. It was uh. Like, I think it was the Twitter account of um American park rangers were the ones that were like we're not having this yeah (laughs) this is what's happening this is what we want to tell you and they went uh yeah they went renegade so I like I like the idea that the American parks will be where the revolution comes from I I just
0: think that's Um, but that's how it's going to have to be it's going to have to be bits and pieces a jigsaw puzzle mm. um of, of, of tackling it and everybody's gonna have to play their part really
1: yeah there will be and some of that's uh, like on us and what we force our government to do um, because there is you know it does come to a point where the public can't be ignored They can't, and they can't keep dragging us down this road forever more yeah. um, and then in the states they do have elections in 2018 so next year where some of the Senate and the House of Representatives will be up for grabs, so there's at least a chance to get rid of his majority, if nothing else. Yeah. Um. And then there are there are hundreds of layers of government in the US, so
0: yeah, exactly.
1: You beat out Republicans and Trump yeah. supporters all the way through. And I, I just um,
0: think it's it's definitely Theresa May's ab. It's her priority now for me to to go to the European Union, the all all the all the governing bodies within mm. you know that we're we're uh, partnered with, the UN especially. To to get something together, get a uh, get something together that, that that gets the respect of the, of human beings.
1: Yeah, that should be our role. Like as, as if Brexit was about take back control and we want our place back on the world stage, this is the chance to have that back. And in instead she's wandered over there and looks like a lap dog Do, you like,
0: think, do you, I, I was thinking this do you think in Turkey when she found out about this she was asked three times I don't know how anyone would respond to that so I do she does have my sympathy but do you think she knew about this anyway or do you think it was a genuine surprise
1: I think so. well she must have known it was coming because yeah. you know it's not like he hadn't talked about it um, and it, I imagine it would have come up at some point during her her visit um, or if it didn't then she has every right to stand there and say, well, we didn't discuss it, but if it is what he's done, I don't know the details, um, but that isn't something that the UK would find acceptable. That's the answer that she should have given, not, oh, that's the US's problem.
0: It's just like, I think Angela Merkel would have have had the proper response, wouldn't she?
1: Yeah. I liked the fact that on his inauguration, she went to a gallery opening. It was just like, not dealing with this at all. We're going to have to.
0: (laughs) As a community, we're going to have to, and we can't... We can't be leaving the European Union, and we can't we can't have our own slice of isolationism in Brexit. Yeah, allowing this to happen.
1: And I think you know if people may be determined to take us out of the European Union, but we're still in there at the moment. We don't leave until the end of the negotiation process. Um, we should still be able to go and say, you know, what this is a problem, and we need to work together for as long as the UK is in the EU, which yeah. I, I hope obviously we end up not leaving. Um but if that does happen, this is a point in history where I think you actually have to go, you know what? Yeah, that might happen, but right now there is a bigger, far more fundamental threat to everyone and, you know, to everything that people have fought for over yeah. hundreds and of years. Exactly. And actually we need to deal with it.
0: And the the Muslim community of of this country of of Great Britain we owe our government owe owe them respect over this yeah if we if we pussy out now and go hey you know we might not get a deal with America if we tell them they're being well Donald Trump that he's being um, a bit of a fascist Donald Um, if if we risk just standing down because of that uh, history is not going to be kind to us
1: no it won't be at all and obviously it sets a precedent Um, and if we're you know if in five years outside of the European Union we're desperate for a trade deal with Russia, well, then what's the next thing that you let slide? And it's just a domino effect. Um, with everything and we've shown well Theresa May has shown herself and her government have shown themselves to be really really weak Yeah. Um. and will just roll over for anything I mean I thought Tony Blair was weak during the Iraq war years but now I'm like
0: my god well, yeah. actually you know
1: what Um. <laughs> maybe you know well
0: I mean Paddy Ashdown said that, that maybe 2017 would be the year that the worm turned Uh. I, I think incidents like this they we will be able to see the true colours of, of this government and, mm. and what it's prepared to do in the face of this adverse uh, you know adversary. and I just got you just gotta hope that they'll do the right thing that they they'll they will see the light and we will come together as a community against against this this maniac. Mm.
1: yeah you you hope that eventually they they realize what's happening and that they're they are being complicit in it essentially. and um, however, you know, again, going back to Tony Blair and the Iraq War, didn't happen there. Um, and it took until last year for Chilcott to come out and, you know, finally Underline say that, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I worry that, that this could be a similar similar situation.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll mm. have to wait and see. But we're going to, we're probably going to leave it there. So drop us an email if you, if you feel like contributing in the future. The email address is thelimehousepodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter, and that's at Limehouse Pod, and we're on Facebook, and that's just the Limehouse Podcast there. So chin up, keep going, it's all right, and, it, and everything's going to be great. Everything's going to be great, folks. Everything's going to be great. It's just going to be great, you know. You just got to trust me on this one, okay? And and if and if all goes wrong, then. It,